Hello everyone and welcome to What Gets You Cooking, the podcast giving you a new way to look at food, cook it and share it. This is Virginie, your host, and every Thursday I'm publishing a new episode, a solo cast or interviewing a food expert to share our experiences and tips to simplify your cooking. Welcome to episode 16. Today is Valentine's Day. And I wanted to give you a short little episode on picky eating and especially with kids. Um, but first, before diving into the real content of this episode, I wanted to apologize for those weeks where I haven't been able to publish the podcast without oversharing too much and boring you with my personal stuff. I had a lot to juggle with... Um, mainly my mom being away and alone in France and her not doing so well and I had to take on a lot of you know administrative and uh, health related pleasantries so that's why I haven't been able to be with you more and I'm hoping that this is settling down and that I will resume my weekly podcasting now into the topic of the day I'm mostly gonna kind of comment on a book I read about um, mostly peak eating, but you know, uh, really food education for children. And that book is called French Kids Eat Everything by Karen LeBillon. It's um, not a new book that's been written, but I was curious to kind of being able to comment on that being in almost the opposite um kind of situation uh, as the author because the author is an American uh, lady who lives in France with her children and her French husband for a year and how she experiences how to present food and how to deal with food education and her children and her family being in France but not being a French native and I have always been a mom living in the US but I was brought up in France so I thought that would give me an interesting perspective that I really wanted to share with you about what um, what she's describing in the book and I can relate with so her um, kind of 10 rules or key takeaways from her time in France goes like that so the first rule is that parents are in charge of food education and that's true to me and that's kind of um, you know one of my core values and the reasons for doing this podcast is because I think that we are in charge and sometimes we forget that um, it can be fun and um, even though I also struggle to educate my kids uh, and um my kids don't eat everything and especially the um, the youngest one is uh, definitely um, in the category of picky eaters I just wanted to to share that especially on Valentine's Day to say that we can give a lot of love to ourselves as parents and it's not always easy but it doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong the second thing and rule as she says so uh, 
that she's talking about is to avoid emotional eating because food shouldn't be a bribe or a reward and I know that's uh, kind of a tough one because I feel like I've fallen for that one especially when my kids were younger and I was just um, struggling to put them down to sleep for their nap and maybe taking a stroll and I would be like okay maybe if you're still whining you are hungry and forgetting that to me and uh, in the in the way that I was uh, raised it's important to have times I mean I'm not saying that it's necessarily true or possible every day and definitely not for newborns but after the first year or two I think it is helpful to have a kind of a schedule especially around food so that you know that it's okay to be hungry at times and that's kind of what she goes into her rule number seven that's a, a no snacking rule it's okay to feel hungry in between meals and especially no snacks before like within an hour of meal time the way she puts it and I think it's important even more importantly than that is just to trust yourself because you are the adult and you're in charge and sometimes you can say yes I think you can be flexible with a lot of those rules and the most important is to have some balance balance on your day balance on your week you can have a treat but maybe you should have a treat every day definitely not at least in my opinion every meal the third rule that she has is to schedule the meals and the menus and she says kids eat what adults eat and that's definitely something that's um that's important to me because i think as parents it's much more easy when we model what we want the way we want our kids to behave and they pick on everything that we do so um yeah trying uh, a wide variety of food and modeling that for the children is definitely helpful when we want them to eat um, a lot of different kinds of food um, <coughs> the fourth rule is um, really related to social the, the the social aspect of eating and enjoying and sharing your meals it says eat family meals together without distraction and on that topic I think it's really interesting that she links the social aspect and the no distraction aspect of things because I've noticed that nowadays we can um, have a meal all together as just the four of us in my family or even with friends and sometimes some of us might struggle with a lot of distraction and when I'm saying some of us it's not always the children with you know the smartphones and everything that we have that's uh, kind of picking at us on an everyday basis in rule number five she says eat your veggies and that's something that we all say probably if not every day, often enough. And um, she points out uh, variety. And I think 
it's true to to have variety of colors of um, textures and of um, ways to cook those vegetables is important because I think even even as an adult but uh, also as a child you you thrive on on variety you really want to not be bored by the food you look at and by um, the, the smells on your plate the colors I think yeah I think it's really it's making it easier if you can have fun with that and um, and show them that you can be curious her rule number six is you don't have to like it but you do have to taste it and I think especially with little little ones maybe you know toddlers age it's really important to bear in mind that scientific studies have proven children need 10 to 15 times to taste a food a new food 10 to 15 times before they appreciate it and i think it's really important to stick with that and even have uh, have the kid participate in shopping if you can and preparing the food if you can handle the mess that uh, they are of course gonna going to ma- to make because i feel like when you can involve the children in the preparation or the choices of what they want to have at home or at school for snacks or whatever else is related to food and eating in your life it's making things again much easier because they feel involved they feel like they have that power to choose and um and it is very helpful um rule number seven i've already kind of touched on is the no snacking in between meals and um, that's something that I believe is is true. I think little, like very young children probably like to have a snack. And uh, I give my children some snacks sometimes. Um, but I really try to avoid to have, a, to have them have something to eat before dinner or before a main meal. Or I notice that they have less of an appetite. And honestly, I can't really blame them (laughs) if I let them have something right before. Then the eighth rule that she discusses is slow food is happy food. And when she talks about that, she's really thinking about how the way we eat, um, that we should take our time to look at the food and maybe wait for each other before we start to eat that's something that we're really trying to work on with our boys at the moment Um, and if you want to take it a step further you can listen to episode one on mindful eating which is really an exercise to slow down even more than usual to appreciate the different taste to look at your food to maybe smell it maybe try to have different ingredients eaten separately so you can identify the different taste and what you like and don't like to mix together maybe another thing that she touches on is to 
praise your kids when they eat well instead of just punishing or telling them that you're not happy when they don't you know remember remember to tell them when they do well that's also something i'm working on as a mom every day to try and be mindful of rule number nine is a big one and uh, also something that i've touched on uh, other episodes in the podcast it's eat mostly real homemade food but treats are are okay on special occasions and what she means is really to avoid processed food and that's that's kind of an interesting thing because um, when we first come to the US I feel like my husband and I or even a, a bunch of French people I guess uh, we were when we were talking about some kinds of food we were like but that's not real food and I think the, the the greatest example of that is bread because sliced bread, uh, processed bread or, you know, kind of wonder bread is not bread to us. And that's something that I had a hard time to explain because I hadn't just never thought about it before. And I think it is what it means like real food is something that's uh, a whole food that you have to prepare in some way at home even if it's just to to peel it or cut it and you know when i think of a carrot or an apple but something that you buy that's already made is something that you do want to avoid as much as you can and that's something that's not easy for everyone because I know a lot of processed foods were made so much cheaper. I mean, they they are still so much cheaper than real whole foods. So, um, you know, as much as you can, as much as your budget allows, I would say it's really it's really better. As we talked about in the past episode on um, your brain and processed food. That's um, it's really it's really better for your body and your mind. Finally, the rule number ten that she has is to remember, eating is joyful, and you can relax. And that's really that's really what what I'm trying to talk about when um, when I'm doing the the podcast episodes here, because. Food is love and that's um, that's a great day on Valentine's Day to talk about love and food for me because that's one of the things that's the most rewarding and that's also something that's really coming back in every episode, every interview that I do. All of the people I talk to who work in food can tell at some point or or the other during the interview that for them sharing the food that they make is just for for them to share love with people around them and um and it's true i think um the social aspect the sharing of your food when you think about you know how many times that we need to eat every day uh we want to be able to enjoy that time we want to be able to to share as much as we can and we want to be able to show that to our children 
that it is really a pleasure and um, you can enjoy it. All right, that's it for today, everyone. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. Have a great weekend and happy Valentine's, everyone. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our weekly episode of What Gets You Cooking. If you liked it, review it on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. That's the best way to support it. Thank you again and see you next week.